Hey everyone, this is Zary. This is Sean. And we are the Simpsons siblings. We've been watching The Simpsons ever since we were little. And we talk about it pretty much every day. Yep, so this is our podcast. Uh, today's episode is Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes? This is Season 3, Episode 24. It's originally aired on August 27th, 1992. Directed by Rich Moore and written by... John Schwartzwelder. And the scene opens with the classic chalkboard, Bart writing, I will not fake seizures, which I love imagining Bart just oh, God. on the floor while Mrs. Krabappel's <laughs> just standing over him. <laughs> just like <laughs> giving him a judging look. Really, Bart. And then we go to the opening couch scene where the whole family does somersaults coming in and lands on the couch and sticks their arms out for a perfect landing. Mm-hmm. Just like in real life. Yep. Oh, and we do have some guest stars on this episode. We have Danny DeVito as Herb and Joe Frazier as himself. We we start out right off the bat. We got the plants having their physicals and just, Lenny shows up nude. He just shows up and there's his butt right from the get-go. That's how we start this episode. And I don't know if you noticed how long Homer's gaze is looking downwards. <laughs> awkwardly long now there was there was a line too that i don't know if the i'm overthinking the joke Mm -hmm. but homer says to lenny oh you forgot there was a physical today Mm -hmm. and he says yep does that just mean he shows up to work completely nude sometimes i took it as he goes um commando and that he forgot to put on underwear oh. for the oh, physical. Okay, so he had to take off his yeah. pants and shirt. Yeah, and for some reason, Homer knew that. They're good mm, friends. They're really <laughs> good friends. They're guy pals. Um, and then we get the scene with, with the sperm where they're looking at the employee's sperm. And we, we've gotten several shots before, maybe not before this episode, but we've gotten several shots in the series of Homer as sperm. Which is really weird. The with that like the donking of their heads, <laughs> the k- 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 and there's one of them with three eyes. Yeah. I mean, not that they should have eyes at all, but <laughs> they don't have eyes. What? Um, and I I don't know why, but the Smithers happy sperm are kind of cute because <laughs> they're all just like they're so enthusiastic. Yep. I loved Homer's reading of 104 percent body fat. Oh, that was great. Just like. Stop eating in the tank. <laughs> See, oh. two minutes into a show and oh, we're yeah. already laughing over all the quotes. I call that the JPM, which is jokes per minute. And you want you want a high JPM on the best Simpsons episodes. But they need to be quality. They need to be quality, yeah. So then we cut to Herb and his sort of hobo buddies just kind of chilling next to the fire. And we get... Charlie Chaplin eating a boot, which I've actually seen the movie where he does that. It's actually pretty good. I enjoy me some Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Herb's mentioning that you can just put any Japanese word in a car and it'll sell <laughs> like the tempura hatchback. <laughs> I loved, especially with the recent business acquisitions that have taken place, the guy who was talking about the Mickey Mouse massage parlors oh, that he did the logo yeah. for. And he's saying that they made him put Mickey's pants back on for the logo. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching that episode on Disney Plus, <laughs> <laughs> which I absolutely adore that they 
had you know there had to have been some corporate discussion for some of those scenes mm-hmm. where do we cut this out? It's, yeah. It's, what was it the the Streisand effect where if if oh, you yeah. do something it, so if they were to cut it out then it would have drawn even more attention it to that probably versus, would have versus just let it happen. That's definitely the Streisand effect. Look it up. Google it. I find it interesting they actually just straight up show footage of the other episode. Right. That they're flashing back to. This is this is a sequel to that other episode, which you don't get a lot of direct sequels to episodes. I mean, these two pair pretty well together. I mean, if we ever do the other episode, I guess we're probably going to be referencing this one. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. do a follow-up. Yeah, which will really be a follow behind because right. the, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make up a term for it. Um, a prequel. A prequel. All right, so then we have uh, Bart doing this whole Olympic thing on the couch. Right, as is classic Bart. <laughs> and I love how Lisa's just totally in step with the lie, how the couch breaks. She's just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Right. She doesn't try to tell on him or anything. They're in cahoots. And Homer's devastation, like a family member had just died. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My only... Knowledge of Hogan's Heroes is from this show, and I know the whole pile. <laughs> and I've never seen a single episode, but I know that that's something that's said a lot because it's also referenced in several other. And episodes. I'm the same way, but it's funny how I don't know the original content for what's being referenced, but mm-hmm. it still makes you laugh. Oh yeah, because it just sounds funny. And that's the whole jokes per minute. Oh yeah, there we go. In. Yep. Then we got. <laughs> The Montgomery Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. That takes up two lines on my notes. I had to write it down. Oh, yeah. It takes up two lines on my two. Exactly two lines, actually. And I love how this snowballs where he's like, first they're just going to pay him off. And then they're going to give him this award. And then there's going to be this whole ceremony. It's like, how much did this cost them at the end of the day? That's what I was thinking. How much... Of an expense to give him a $2,000 check. Yeah. <laughs> and I I just love that when they're giving away the award, how Mr. Burns and Homer react with true excitement as to who the winner is. <laughs> like, they don't know. And that's I think that's something even – either Marge or Lisa says, like, don't you know that you're going to get the award? Right. I It's a little bit off topic, but I love how freaking adorable Lisa is in her little tiara. Yeah, like that's yeah, just they did a good job with that. It's such a weird little outfit for her. So that's kind of how Herb finds out about, you know, for some reason, Homer getting $2,000 was reason enough for him to come back. This was in the past. This was 1992. Mm-hmm. But even then, I mean, not that $2,000 isn't a lot, but to get a whole company off the ground and an invention mm-hmm. and all the equipment and stuff, it, it's still not enough money to travel across the country and to... And to convince someone that hates your guts to come back to you. Right. $2,000. Well, and I mean, what would the inflation be for that? Do you know? I'm not sure. It's, yeah. But, I mean, it's it's a, not enough money to turn away, but it's, yeah. it's still, like, for all the plotting and scheming that Herb does to It's not get a to that life-changing money. amount of money. Right. Yeah. I think he jumps on the train and we get a look, a quick look at the crusty brand sulfuric acid. I don't yep. know if you caught that. I would love to do an episode just on the whole crusty brand. Yeah. That would be a yeah. fun future like the, episode. <laughs> that, that when crusty touches the clock, it burns. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch that. It's extremely hot. 
and the the crusty brand pregnancy tests that may cause birth defects. <laughs> yes. Oh man, there's some great ones, but that, that was I, I liked that quick quick gag there, and just the fun of all these crazy things like the the sulfuric acid, the lions, mm-hmm. and then just the opportunity that a train car with an open door <laughs> full of pillows. Yep. Yep. There we go. Now, there was one thing that I saw um, I found looking online because there's another scene that involves train cars in another episode. But originally, this is another thing. I love hearing about things that are cut out. Mm -hmm. But originally, Herb was going to ask someone on the train and say, hey, where's this going? And they were supposed to say Springfield and say, which Springfield? And then they get interrupted, Uh... which this is right now season three. Mm-hmm. They table that joke all the way over to season eight <gasps> with Larry Burns uh-huh. in the Burns Baby Burns episode. Oh, my God. So they had that joke that they knew was gold. Mm-hmm. They didn't force it in. They were just waiting years for the right opportunity to bring it back. That's awesome. And that's that's why these episodes are classics. They They don't waste a joke. They wait for the right time. And the delivery is just perfect. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Homer going in to see this, you know, massage chair. Right. He goes all I, – I wrote this down. He goes all classic Doctor Who intro <laughs> with all of the everything warping no, and the I, lights. I'd have to – I'm pretty sure that was a 2001 Space Odyssey reference. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. I, it's been forever since I've seen that movie. But Same here. Okay. I'll need to look back on that. Anytime something warps like that, I think old Doctor Who intro. <laughs> but now, yeah, it could have been 2001 A Space Odyssey. Now, another thing, I don't know if I'm apparently loving finding random facts. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know where or why that chair was put into the episode where the inspiration came from? No. There was something with the timing of when the episode was going to be released where they had to rush it. Mm. And there was one of the writers that ended up pulling 20-hour workdays. Wow. And so to help him through the day, he brought a vibrating chair from home. Oh, my god! And then that just turned into a joke that they eventually put into an episode. Oh, man. I love how organic that process is right there. That it can be so personal to just a handful of people. Yep. Yep. That's great. So I did recognize the Flanders doorbell as a mighty fortress is our god. Right. Classic Flanders. I know. Yeah, I like recognize that him. I'm like, I know that one. Oh, my gosh. The whole thing where they like make over Herb and it's so classic Flanders. I always get Rod and Todd mixed up. I when think Todd's the taller one. When they're talking about who's going to anoint the stranger's feet. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. It reminds me of the, the episode where they baptize Bart and Lisa and they have like the baptizing emergency kit where they have to like break the glass. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I loved the uh, Herb line, so many emotions, how to express them, and he just punched them in the face. Right. That, that instant, the moment Homer sees them, just Mm-hmm. Punch. That's that's all you gotta do. And the light. While you're a guest in our home, could you just kick me in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> that's just one of those Homer's quotes that's even better taken out of context. <laughs> My favorite thing is the next scene or the next cut where mm-hmm. someone comes back into your house that you've bankrupted. He no longer has money. No longer has a home. Has nothing. What do you do? Play Monopoly. 
<laughs> oh yeah. It, oh my gosh. The uh, speaking of Lisa being adorable in this episode, the whole spiel she has where it's like, "You've landed on my space. There will be a car by to pick you up, and the fee will." Like she just kind of exaggerates this whole thing. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. I wrote this down and I don't remember the exact context, but I know this is a Marge quote. I got the recipe from the utility grade beef council. <laughs> right. <laughs> and have that with a nice glass of milk. Mal- mal- was it milk? Milk with, yeah, vitamin- was- <laughs> <laughs> with vitamin R. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I noticed too, um, Herb singing the car commercial to Maggie as she goes to sleep. Kind of reminds me of um, Mother Simpson singing the Fig Newton song to Homer before she leaves him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember. He's his half-brother, right? I can't remember the exact context behind that. So it may not have been something that Mother Simpson had sang Yeah, but just that whole, you know. Somebody com- got it from Comfort somewhere. of a jingle. Yeah, the comfort of a jingle, exactly. The drinking bird. I was thinking <laughs> when he gets all big and works from home and has the... The bird do the buttons. That's right. And he says at the end of the episode that he wants to keep the bird. And I'm wondering if that's the exact same. I'd have to look at the color scheme to see if it's the exact same colors. But I was thinking, wow, that's some good continuity. Yeah, I never made that connection. Uh Uh-huh. Different scenes. The couch is just broken in the background. (laughs) Like, yeah. they never bother to fix it. And And there's never any resolution to that, too. It's just one of those things where... When the episode ends, everything resets back to normal. Yep. Just one of those time loop sort of things. Okay, so here we have the whole concept of the baby translator, which is, of course, ridiculous. Well, <laughs> this is where I, again, had oh, lots of fun with research. No. Oh, no. Here <laughs> I, we go. You know, this is very surface-level searching, but mm-hmm. I just typed into Google this morning, baby translator. Mm-hmm. Some of the results that came up. There is one called Chatterbaby, which is an mm. app. It's through the UCLA research team. They say they have a 90% accuracy. What? There's 6,000 different variables they look at in an audio sample, and they have a database of 2,000 samples to go off of. Oh, my god! And they even claim that they can potentially spot early autism risks. That's amazing. And there's another one that's an infant cries translator that has a 200,000 sound database that it pulls from. So I don't know how much of it's directly inspired by this episode, Uh but I would love to think that this episode lingered in someone's mind and years down the road, they, when technology advanced, they thought, hey, we should do some machine learning to see if we can actually make this a thing. That's amazing. If this episode, I mean, we don't know for sure, but it'd be cool if this episode inspired that. I, I can't vouch for how accurate they are, but yeah. you know, their websites were saying 80 to 90% accuracy. So okay, that's I pretty need impressive. To, I, I need to have a baby here right now so that I can test this. <laughs> I, I have, our, our first guest star. I, I know two people who are pregnant, so I'm going to, like, whichever one. So everyone gives birth first and be like, let me use this translator. <laughs> the translator comes back and says, this leash demeans us both. <laughs> <laughs> this leash demeans us both. It's got to be in Danny DeVito's voice. I've soiled myself. How embarrassing. <laughs> I love Herb's, like, how many pre-recorded things he had to make for that. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can just kind of picture him sitting there all night, just all these different phrases. And then we have this sort of toy convention sort of thing, baby convention they go to. And Professor Frink has a son. 
Well, not for long. I know. Like, I was because I was sitting there thinking, "Wow, Frank has a son," and then the son goes through the window in an airplane. I'm thinking, "Is that it? Did he? <laughs> did this get real dark?" <laughs> Because he doesn't show up again. So either either he met his untimely end or maybe he got taken away because he was just being so negligent with them. I don't know, but it was a little depressing. If the episode could have been longer, I could imagine it being reported to Chief Wiggum. Mm-hmm. Wiggum running for 10 seconds, mm-hmm. slowing down, and then just giving up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if they hadn't figured out their voices yet, yet uh, Lou and Eddie could have swapped voices. Yeah. The last episode we analyzed, they had different voices. It was really weird. So we end the episode. It's it's a success. And Herb gives gifts to everyone. I like the callback to the books that Lisa wanted. And Bart gets a card to the NRA. <laughs> I can't remember what Marge gets. You know, I didn't write that down. Yeah. I think it was either very insignificant or just something very Marge that it didn't quite pick up on my radar. Because she didn't want anything. She initially said, no, no, don't do anything. Yeah, And then yeah. he gave more of like a, a token of the appreciation. Oh, now I remember. It was a washer and dryer. That's right. Yep. Because Mo, he sold them to Mo. Yeah, and it was a washer and dryer race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. Mo kicking the dryer. <laughs> yep. That was great. And, of course, he says he forgives Homer. And Homer appreciates it, but of course this is Homer, so we want something concrete. And then, of course, he goes, "Homer, I buy you the damn chair." <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and that's and he also gave him the two thousand dollars back. But mm-hmm. I feel like if Homer was the sole investor in something that makes a man rich, mm-hmm. he should get more than doubling that initial yeah. small investment. <laughs> but of course, how much money did he make Herb lose in the earlier that's episode? True. But. Her, Herb also gave him that responsibility. So is that Herb's fault or Homer's fault? Yeah. And that's something we can discuss if we go back and do that episode. And, and one thing I noted down, too, before he even said that he gave him the chair, mm-hmm. he said his, his gift was his forgiveness for yeah. bankrupting him. Yeah. Which then we never see him again. So what yeah. good is that worth? Yeah. Well, and I did write a note on that. So there is one more Herb appearance, but it's very quick. It is in a season 24 episode as an answering machine voice. And he pretty much says, hey, this is Herb. I'm poor again. (laughs) (laughs) So it kind of just shows that he's just sort of stuck in this loop. And it's kind of – it's either, you know, some sort of divine, you know, comedy that he just happens to always be in this loop where he's making these bad decisions eventually down the road. And that's the thing too is, yeah, Homer was the one who bankrupted him. But Mm – he should have had the sense, knowing Homer, f- yep. not to put him in charge. Don't put him there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this episode was actually created because people were upset at the end of the previous episode, oh. how it ended with Herb, that they wanted him back. And and I also, I read that some people thought Danny DeVito wasn't quite giving it his all in this one, that compared to his first one, that maybe that he wasn't giving, maybe not that he wasn't giving it his all, but that he didn't enjoy it quite as much. And I don't know if he was just tired of voice acting or... Well, I also feel like Herb in himself, he's a very dry character. Like, mm-hmm. he has a bunch of ups and downs, but his raw personality is just very business down yeah. to the point. He doesn't have all that flair. Yeah, he's he's one of those... I He's not like your top 10 memorable Simpsons characters. And, and I was thinking that this may have overlapped with... Um, Hercules, because Danny DeVito was the voice in Hercules, but right. this would have been a bit too early. 
And thinking to that character, he was very sort of spry and he was this little goat guy and he had all these funny lines, whereas this is just very kind of played straight. Like there's not much bounce to his character with Herb. And my initial thought too was like, well, who wouldn't want to be on The Simpsons? But at this point, this was their third season. They could have, this show could have been dead in a year. Yeah, nobody knew then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's, you know, other than one quick voice in season 24 is the last we see of Herb. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. There we go. That was, that was another episode. Yeah. It was, it was, it's <laughs> like I said before, it's really fun going through and watching these episodes that even just this one episode, I've probably literally seen it about 20 times in my life mm-hmm. at least, but to look through with an analytical eye and look for things to catch and just, Enjoy it in a different way. It's It's been a lot of fun. Yep. I hope all of you got some uh, different insight into this episode that yeah. you may not have noticed before. And uh, we're really happy to have you here. This was just our second episode. We're still kind of getting into the swing of things, but I hope you've enjoyed it. And yeah. So um, bye, bye, everybody. everybody.